Hey guys, I'm Shalvari. This is Sumana and welcome to Criminal Vortex. It's been so long. So long. Oh my god, it's too long. It's been too long. I can't. I just uh, I'm disappointed that we had that long of a break. But you know what? We're going to do our best to get back. We went on an unannounced hiatus and never informed anyone. Exactly. <laughs> no, we're so dead. I just I just both of us are like drowning in college work and I don't know how I just very disappointed. But you know what? How we're going to be back. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Like, how do you all do this? Exactly. If anyone has tips for consistency, not which doesn't involve, but in life, yeah, yeah which know. doesn't involve me losing sleep. Uh, let me know. I'm Thank you very that. much. I'm good. No, no, that. I need sleep. I need to sleep. I sleep. I'm not okay, as I pretty, get, ma'am. I don't need. I will sleep. get judged. I get judged from my friends all the freaking time. Because past eleven thirty, my phone is unreachable. No one can reach me till seven. Mine is nine. <laughs> nice. No, because I sleep at eleven thirty. At eleven. No, I sleep at two, but my uh, phone is unavailable from nine o'clock. Sometimes it goes to six nice. o'clock even. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like no, okay, so if if I don't like you, it's probably going to be uh, unavailable forever. But <laughs> it works. Yeah. Okay, anyways, so, 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 today is a Sharvi-centric, me-centric case. Um, I was going to do a pretty chill episode, but you know what? I was like, we've been back after too long, and I just feel like our listeners just want to talk about, want us to talk about true crime and not our boring, shitty lives. So, just like, let's, let's talk let's about Let's be honest, everybody's yeah. life is boring now. And if it's, it's not, stay home. What are you doing? Her <laughs> job, chup chup, bat ho. You know, I'm surprised that all of our 250 listeners that we had before we went on a break are still with us. And, and they're just, just too lazy to come back and unfollow. By I'm way. pretty sure that is the case. And if that is not the case and you were still thinking about us and now you're, you were really, really happy that we finally uploaded. Thank you so much. We're happy that you're listening. <laughs> Nice. My God, this no, saves my soul that people are actually tuning in. Hannah, it's just I'm just like, huh? You, you guys still listen to us? Okay. Why do you listen Thank to you. us? The first please question do is why do you to listen us. to us? Don't listen to Sumana, ignore Sumana. Please listen to us. No, no, no. Just let us know why do you listen to us? What do yeah, you yeah, want yeah. from us? Yes. Huh? <laughs> the demand. <sighs> so, 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 today's case is. Uh, Neeraj Grover, the murder of Neeraj Grover. It's finally an Indian case. We're back to our Indian cases. I think yeah. we did quite. A f- I told it's been so long. I don't even remember the number of episodes we've done. That was not Sumana. That was her dog. I usually sneeze in the whole house. Just fucking. <laughs> Today's case, as I said, is the murder of Neeraj Grover who was a television executive working for Synergy Ad Labs, a Mumbai-based production house. And he was found dead in May 2008, a crime for which an engaged couple would be put behind bars for what I personally think is way too short of a sentence. But we'll get into that in a bit because I want to talk about the murder first, then I want to talk about, then rant about how short the sentence was, and then talk about the Indian criminal justice system and rant about why I think it's full of it's not full of flaws, but it's like not flawless. A lot or of potholes. Yes. Just like our roads. I was just going to say, just like our roads. <laughs> Anyways, so as I said, an engaged or to be engaged couple was put behind bars. One of them was found guilty for culpable homicide, not amounting to murder and for destroying evidence. The other was acquitted for the killing itself, but found guilty for destroying evidence. Now, you know, in US, how you have premeditated murder and not premeditated murder. In India, you have culpable homicide amounting to murder and culpable homicide not amounting to murder. So this is one of the most interesting cases. So strap in because I'll also be breaking down the Indian criminal justice system. And I'm telling you, it's straight up confused, straight up confusing. You woke up and chose violence today. Yes. So Neeraj Grover was from Kanpur with Mumbai Dreams. He was just 25 years old and had a degree in mass communication from Amity University in Noida, 
and was headed to Mumbai. He worked with mainstream TV companies in Mumbai and he there he met a small-time Kannada film actress, uh, Maria Sasairaj, who wanted a shot at TV stardom. Reports say that they met through a cameraman and soon started meeting regularly. On the 7th of May, 2008, Neeraj Grover disappeared. His elderly parents, who said they spoke to their son twice a day and had done so the last time on the evening of the 6th of May, sought police's help to find him. A few days later, Maria too reported Neeraj Grover missing. Maria wanted to be a star and after a brief stint in Kannada movies, she moved to Mumbai in March of 2008 to try her luck in teleserials. She met Grover during a visit to one of the television houses. Now, the two stayed in touch through SMS, which is like... The times. Exactly. The times of true romance. (laughs) SMS. Nice. If, If you send me an SMS these days... I'm just going to think you're a time traveler. <laughs> Who the hell does that? I know, right? Now, yeah, so they stayed in touch through SMS and Maria even stayed at Grover's Andheri apartment for a few days before moving into her new flat in Dheeraj's solitaire building at Malad when she first moved to Mumbai. Police say that Grover was helping Sasai Raj to, uh, was helping Maria to establish a foothold in the television industry and had arranged an audition for her in an upcoming serial. But her proximity to Grover did not go down well with her boyfriend, Emile Jerome Matthew, to whom she was I to get engaged. insecurity. Big insecurity. He's so insecure. He's ridiculous. He's such a big insecure. red flag. I know, right? You know, if 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 anybody not not just boyfriends but if anybody is just like overtly jealous uh, or is like way too much in your way all the time it's just mm-hmm. a huge red flag exactly <laughs> so uh, yeah so they were supposed to get engaged uh, emil and uh, maria were supposed to get engaged two months later grover visited maria at uh, 10 p.m. at her Malad home on the 6th of May. And Maria recently shifted to her new apartment and Grover had said that he would come and help her settle in. Moments later, Matthew called Maria on her telephone and was angry to hear a male voice in the background. So he asked her about it. Who was that? So obviously Mm -hmm. Maria responds saying that it was Neeraj and he had come over to help her settle in and stuff. Now, Emil strictly tells Maria that under no circumstance should Neeraj be spending the night at her place. Now, Maria, over the call, she agrees and says that she will not let Neeraj stay over and they hung up the call. Now, little did she know that by lying to her mans and letting Neeraj stay over, that would pretty much just change their lives not forever for a very short while but there will be some change but i mean i don't get the point if you trust your girlfriend why won't you just let it i mean you don't know the guy so the concern is okay but they've known each other for a while now maria oh the dude knows the 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 boyfriend knows neeraj too no, no, no. But uh, Maria and Neeraj have been working very closely with each other because Neeraj is supposed to get her into all of these TV series and stuff like that, right? She's supposed to. Right. Get her so I don't think the, the boyfriend should be, you know, exactly. that concerned. Exactly. That concerned. And it's like, it's not that he doesn't want anyone to stay over at her place. He doesn't want Neeraj to stay over at her place. How insecure See, the are thing you? is, the thing is, the, the 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 reason that relationships scare me is because you never know if your partner is a a, a clingy and secure uh, scary person uh-huh. you know exactly. and then <laughs> this is so scary because I just have a very bad feeling something's gonna happen <laughs> and it has to do something with the boyfriend isn't it because I my my true crime senses are telling me that something is gonna go wrong with the boyfriend. <laughs> Uh-huh. So, um, now, okay, a little bit context before I talk about the next part. Uh, Emil lives in Kerala, Kochi, Kerala, which is completely south of India. And uh, we are talking about Mumbai, which is in Maharashtra. And that is like middle, 
mid india i guess i don't know it's it's really weird cuz uh the the south people call maharashtrians north indians north indians call maharashtrians south indians and we're just like what do you want from us just let us be <laughs> you guys basically eat north indian food and also south indian food yeah so you know like there are parts in maharashtra that has very khatta you know proper curry leaf and everything mm-hmm. south indian style food and then there is also really good vada pav and stuff like that and then you also have like good north indian food because my dad stayed in maharashtra for some time when mm-hmm. he was working so he told me that there are places that are very good for north indian food and very good for yeah, south yeah. indian food you guys are much diverse it's good yeah it's cool actually don't call yourself north indian and south indians you just we indian. are just somewhere in the middle we're just hanging out there you know you know you are okay. indians bro yes true indians sab khate hain you guys okay. have katta vegetarians oh katta yes katta non vegetarians yes i'm telling you we don't do that in kolkata by the way like 90% of us are like yeah. non vegetarian so. yeah i'm probably going to make like a, a a food chart and mm-hmm. i'm going to color it every time i have food from that region oh nice that's nice yeah idea. you should do that too it's it's fun because there are a lot of vegetarian dishes too mm-hmm. it's it's like a good way to uh, keep yourself updated and learn about that place yeah 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 so as i said Emil lived in Kerala and our woman and man's Neeraj are in Maharashtra there's quite a few states in between them and is a it's a long distance okay this man takes a flight from Kochi to Mumbai immediately after calling uh, his girlfriend and hearing a man in the background <laughs> what if Okay. What if <laughs> your girlfriend had the had the TV on in the background <laughs> and you flew all the way over from Kerala to Maharashtra. Ah, he's so insecure. Oh my god. This is he didn't even see the guy. Like they were not yeah. even on video call. This is like SMS. Nobody knows that it's uh, no 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 they were on call na. They were on call. So he knows it's Neeraj that is at her place and he tells her What that. if she's watching a serial that has Neeraj in it? <laughs> Big deal. Suno come beat the TV to death. Imagine if someone hates us and they just listen someone someone's boyfriend calls them up, girlfriend calls them up and it's like us in the background talking about murder on our podcast and she flies all the way just to realized that no, no. she podcast. hears only that part in the beginning where i was like oh my god i love you and then she hears that and she's like oh my god kisne bola then she comes over and beats the dude to death and then and uh, then realizes goes, that he was one guy dies because of criminal vortex done done star publicity though <laughs> <laughs> oh my god entrepreneur you spent too much time in gujarat the entrepreneur in you is Pronouncing itself now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so he reached her apartment at seven thirty in the morning. Maria opens the door, and Matthew walks straight into the bedroom to find Neeraj in the room. As per media and police reports, the two men had an argument and then engaged in a physical fight. Matthew then grabbed a kitchen knife and stabbed Grover, who died on the spot. Now, around eleven a.m. the next day. Maria went to the nearby Hypercity Mall and bought two bags, a bottle of air freshener, window drapes, bed sheets, and a bread knife on Matthew's instructions. Hello, sus. Uh, shopping list. Just freaking call the police when you see that. If if the person checking, you could checking, easily say, "I shifted to a new house." With a bread knife? Why you need a bread knife for? We bought bread. <laughs> okay. Big baguette That's... we brought. I'm still if I see someone with that shopping list in front of me checking out of the Reliance or whatever I am calling the police on your ass I can't I'm no no you're not allowed to buy Or you could do another thing you could just steal them you could just like follow them home no, and see if they the move to a new house I don't have the or they bring I, back a body bag and then just be like oh am I the way I just followed this random person <laughs> definitely not sus Um, they probably murdered somebody. 
Yeah. Bye. I don't know. Who's that? And then when they come, no, no, you have to disguise it. Now you're like anonymously okay. tipping them, right? Oh, yes, yes, you don't yes, want yes, your yes. name out there. Oh, yes. So like the police comes over, they're like, oh, did you see something? You're just casually standing on the other side of the road, like just looking at the sky and looking at the birds and stuff. Yeah, sunglasses, hat, newspaper, feeding the birds. And then the police comes over, have you seen anything? Yes, there was a, there was a very weird guy who was calling the police. Now he's gone. And he's <laughs> So yeah, so after she bought all of the sus material, um, <laughs> Emil carried the body into the kitchen and allegedly chopped it into pieces. And you know, at the time, the media said that, oh, this guy he chopped the body into three hundred plus pieces. Uh, it wasn't three hundred plus pieces, but he did chop it into pieces, so that's bad enough. Three hundred pieces. What is your chef? You know, like chefs have a certain way that they cut chicken in. Chefs have this certain way that they cut the chicken in and you have to cut the chicken that way. Yeah. So like you pop it off the bone and it's clean and you know, like you yeah. don't have the weird pieces of meat. This man, according to the media, went fully chef mode and cut each part of the body into pastry shaped. <laughs> oh, pastry shaped right. pieces. 300 pieces, stupid or what? Human body, this is man. Haddiya <laughs> is so big it's not a freaking pigeon you can't just chop 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 it, it's gonna take 300 days for him to cut that human body in it's weird it, it, this media is dumb anyways so yeah so somebody heard body... three pieces and made it 300 pieces no but you know what problem no what I'm surprised about is that this guy carried the body into the kitchen don't you carry it into a bathroom or something when you're no 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 Kitchen is the safest place, no? You're gonna, you're gonna. Udar chopping board, hai, boys. No, but if you this go is... to that house and you do the whatever lumino test, luminous test, or whatever, freaking entire kitchen floor will light up, all pink. Well, pink. I. You could you could say that your chicken ka blood fell there. How many chickens? It's the kitchen. Depends on how much non-veg you are feeling that. <laughs> I don't know. No, thank you. Okay. But why did he... Yeah, this is weird. Why did he take him to the kitchen? Exactly. Maybe the, maybe the kitchen was the closest and they did not probably have like a big bathroom or whatever. Because you know, like you have the really shit. tiny bathrooms and probably the body would... Yeah, be I mean, it's a Mumbai house. What can you say? Tiny houses. Uh, bathroom just has the commode and the, yeah. thing, the shower area. That's not going to happen. So they just like dragged him to the kitchen. Maybe it was easier to clean up the kitchen. Yes. Who knows? Tiles and all better there. Yeah. (gasps) Kitchen has drains. Yeah, but a bathroom has a better drain. They have drains on the floor. No, kitchen bathroom is probably too small for the body's adatak. Also, it will not fit. But but like a kitchen doesn't have a drain on the floor, does it? I haven't seen any kitchen. My kitchen doesn't have a drain on the floor. I had I used to live in a house where they had a drain on the floor. You're weird. Right below the sink. So like if anything falls on the floor, you could just it's for like easy cleanup. If okay. you wanted to do thorough cleaning, so it was for that. Okay. They could have used it for thorough cleaning. Uh-huh. Anyways. I mean it is two thousand eight. <laughs> Maybe the houses back then did have that. Who knows? Maybe. So I used to live in an old house. Mm. So, what was I? Yeah, so after he chopped uh, Neera Chop into pieces, Maria stuffed the pieces into a bag. And then they dumped, they also dumped the bloodstained clothes, bedsheet, window drapes into one of the bags along with the bread knife. Maria then called up her choreographer friend Kiran Shreyas and told him that she needed to borrow his car. But afterwards, when she was interrogated by the police, she said that she borrowed a Santro car from Matthew's friend Jitesh for going out shopping. Now, Jitesh was a Kolaba-based naval officer and was at sea at the time of the incident. So, Sairaj um, Mar- Maria requested Jitesh to stand by her if the police questioned him. If it was stated that Jitesh refused to lie as his travel records would prove otherwise. And she had to admit to the police that she lied for personal reasons. And it was then revealed that she... And then she revealed the true owner of the car it was Kiran Shreyas which is like the personal like reason the personal weird reason murder dun, with dun, her dun. fiance such such love 
true love your fiance flies in from kerala to <laughs> stab a man dismember him in the kitchen of all places and then you help him clean up with a very sus shopping list as one list. does bro as one does that is love you know you know how love um, is truly blind yes and you know how uh, like these 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 women come with lists of requirements that they have from their to be bride to be uh, daughter in laws that does for 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 her for maria that did include helping uh, emil with covering up a murder and buying a sus uh, shopping list thing Just her her mother was her uh, her mother in law was like this guy i can't deal with him he's going to kill somebody i need a girl who can handle <laughs> who can who can cover up newspaper mad should help my <laughs> son cover up murders bracket me if any <laughs> should buy should buy murder clean up kit if any should lie and say it's personal reason if any personal <laughs> murders <laughs> no and then in the last it was like looking for a bride who will support and support and kill for my son See? See what I did there? See what yes. I did there? Yes. Yes. Lovely. <laughs> anyway, so she told Shreyas that she wanted um Now, sorry. Shreyas told the police that Maria bought the car saying she wanted to go to Dadar for shopping with Matthew. Anyway, once they got the car, she and um Emil dumped the body in the body bag in the vehicle's dicky. The building's watchman saw them do this. Now, around four thirty p.m., they drove towards Manor in Thane district. Watchman. Hmm. What are these two sus-looking people doing? Hmm. Nice. I just had okay. to say that because somebody has to um, envision a very, yes, very sleepy watchman just standing there looking at two people loading body bags. huge bags in so india freaking. of all places nobody carries big uh, plastic bags anywhere these yes. these are plastic bags right I nobody guess. carries big plastic bags anywhere you would carry the chotu sa jute ka bag and then you'll you're going to overstuff it that's the <laughs> indian normal way to do that or you can also buy the bada wala bimal ka bags with the <laughs> bimal prints and then use yeah. those you can't use plastic bags with It's overly heavy law. material like human body parts <laughs> so at 4:30 they drove around uh, drove towards manor and thane district they also bought two bottles of petrol at bhayander and after reaching a jungle near amgaon village in manor they poured petrol on the bags and set them ablaze they returned to mumbai around 9:30 pm how back in the day you were allowed to buy petrol in bottles like you could go up to a gas station give them a bottle and they'd fill petrol for you and you just pay them for that one or two liters you can't do that now thankfully you can you can still do that no but you can't take an absurd amount of it but mm. i mean if it's a very obsolete looking petrol pump they will probably kill for money so they'll do they'll, they'll be like ha le lo it's very weird the burning of the body i feel exactly. bad for this guy like i really feel bad for this guy all he did was stay a night after helping her move i know right this, she's oh so she's horrible never helping anybody move ever again you don't help anybody true crime teaches you that you don't help anybody you are supposed to be the most selfish person ever for sustainability as if i personal reasons as if i already wasn't <laughs> no if somebody my god the most sus situation ever is if you're walking down the street and some random looking person with a backpack comes to you and be like hey can you tell me the time never ever ever look down to tell the time there is probably someone behind you pickpocketing you yeah it's a very common scheme and the the and it could easily be a trafficker you know like somebody just comes and asks you yo what's the time and you look down and someone just chloroforms your ass and takes you ask me time i'll pretend i'm deaf so uh, as i said neeraj's parents reported him missing in a day of having no contact with him and so did maria in a couple of days like the audacity of this woman to report him missing 
okay so the police started their investigation and as the investigation proceeded they started growing more and more suspicious of maria and there are several reasons why like when maria along with jerome was on her way to manor in a friend's borrowed car she accidentally answered a call on grover's mobile phone when she was pulling it out of her denim pocket to see who the caller was rookie move but okay uh-huh. rookie had- move why do you sound so experienced ma'am ha ha you are of true crime you know that it the is, first thing you should is. do is dispose of the freaking mobile exactly so she actually had kept Mer Grover's phone with her after the murder although she immediately disconnected the call the police were able to trace the location at which the call was answered this do they realize that the phones can be pinged no matter what generation you are in i don't know it's the dumb i think people forget how difficult it is to like get past their uh, cyber traces Yeah. I mean it it all started with mobiles basically like till telephones it was like oh I can't trace telephone kidhar se aaye you don't know. But now if you are like anywhere I'm probably chilling in my house I don't know but the internet gods are actually looking out for me and they're like oh I will just keep a very close eye to you and if you go missing I will say your phone is in your house and they will look for you. It this turned out to be very obviously a key lead for the police as Maria during questioning before her arrest had told police that she was shopping in Dadar when she was actually on her way to Manor. Now, also, one of Grover's friends called up on his phone and Maria answered the call. She mumbled that Neeraj had gone out forgetting his cell phone with her. The friend later came up and picked up the cell phone a couple of days later. This act made act of Maria also made her a prime suspect. Now, The most inconspicuous inconspicuous of all was that when the crime branch found out that Jerome had called Maria nearly 1000 times between the 7th and the 20th of May 2008 the crime branch was suspicious and questioned Maria as they should what 1000 one freaking thousand one double double nine one triple zero Maria Hanitos I know you have bought a sus-, sus list of things for this guy and you have assisted him in murder but sweetheart run sweetheart run don't look back just run just run do not look back run keep running till you see a cliff and then do keep running oh my god <laughs> <laughs> what a thousand times So for 10 days this woman kept on lying and lying and lying and when the police told her that there were several discrepancies in her statement and pointed out them pointed them out she broke down and admitted as one does that Emil had killed Neeraj in her presence now after Maria's final confession the crime branch team took her to Manor where she showed them the spot where Grover's chopped body uh, parts concealed in bags were burned The victim's silver chain and a deodorant bottle were also found from the spot. After her confession, Emil and Maria were very obviously arrested and a 3-year-long trial ensued. Maria Monica Sasairaj was found not guilty of the killing but guilty of destroying evidence and sentenced to a maximum of 3 years of imprisonment, which wait wait, which after being sentenced after the sentence was given out, she was released the next day. because it took 3 years for the trial and she had already uh, served her sentence in that time by the way fair warning uh-huh. uh mr ezekiel looks very much like a red flag he looks like a walking red flag the boyfriend yeah in yeah question. yeah so mhm so jerome matthew was emil jerome matthew was found guilty of culpable homicide not amounting to murder and of destroying evidence he was sentenced to 10 years in prison for the killings and for the killing and 3 years for destroying evidence the sentences were will were were to be served concurrently with 3 years time served already applied the court uh, the co- court wow the court also fined maria and neeraj 50,000 rupees to be paid to Neeraj Grover's family which obviously does them wonders 50,000 each 1 lakh that is How it nice 
That is so sweet, Indian criminal justice system. A person who died is worth a lakh to you. Yes. Wow. One lakh and uh, ten years of jail. My parents yes. put more money in me when I was in KG. So, okay, now I want to talk about the Indian criminal justice system because I was really surprised as to why Emil got just 10 years for killing somebody and dismembering. Because I feel like in the American criminal justice system, dismembering has a whole new, um, what do you say, amount of years added to the sentence. I feel like. We need for, some updates in yeah, our man, books, boys. Because I feel like they, they call defiling a corpse or something that has a separate charge. Yes, yes. Hana? Defiling and dismemberment does have charges. Yeah. Which is like... They have added charges, actually. Yeah, to be honest, uh, to... our justice system is way too dragged out, in my opinion. No, it's not dragged Even... out. The thing is, it's not updated. I read this in the article. I will link the article in our show mm-hmm. notes. But mm-hmm. that article did talk about how our justice system is very... Uh, old and it's not at all updated this is the exact justice system that was there in the british raj and we haven't updated it after that it's the same thing even the british have updated theirs man exactly what are we doing we are lacking (sighs) yes so i mean considering that we don't have a lot of uh, laws against uh, a lot of active laws against animal abuse and Mm -hmm. murder and stuff uh, I, I, oh my god, I was going through some of the worst cases possible in uh, animal violence and stuff, and there are legit no laws. They don't know what to do with the animal who's been hurt. Bob. Someone, some animal was beaten to death, some, some street dog was beaten to death, Shit. and they do not have a law for this guy. I mean, come on, just because he's a dog, his life amounts to nothing. I mean, clearly, one lakh is the price for a living, breathing human person who just got stabbed by a very jealous boyfriend for no apparent reason. And, oh my God. Yeah, it it gets you really uh, pumped up because it gets you really piping hot in your head because you just keep thinking that things like this need attention. But Mm. then, who do you ask? Exactly. So, in India, homicide is divided into two forms, culpable homicide and culpable homicide amounting to murder. Now, both these have a very minimal difference, but these differences are very important for the legal system as it, it, it th- these differences are what the um, fair judgment is dependent on. Now, let's talk about culpable homicide not amounting to murder. Now, the thing is, okay, I'll just explain this with an example, and I don't want to get into the legal mumbo-jumbo. So, now, for an example, A doesn't know that D has a tumor in his brain. And A hits D hard on the head with a cricket bat with the intention of causing death or with the knowledge that death is likely to be caused. Now, A doesn't know that a tumor is there, okay? But he knows that hitting him will cause him to die. Okay. Now D dies because of the bursting of the tumor, not because, not directly because A hit him with a bat. Okay, I hope you guys are following. Okay. Now mm-hmm. A is liable for culpable homicide, not amounting to murder, because his actions didn't directly cause the death, but they caused death in an indirect, natural course, quote unquote. Oh, because he had no idea about the tumor, and the tumor is the yes. one that killed. Yes. Uh, the person not the but like the it's bat. like how do you not the bat how do you triggered it though he exactly. clearly wanted to kill him and then because of the beating uh so the intention to murder was there yes and there was premeditation mm-hmm. and definitely there was a will now natural causes is just the little loophole here i think yes there are so many loopholes my lord exactly now culpable homicide is murder now so culpable homicide is murder if the act is done with the intention of causing death or if it was the intention of causing bodily injury which would cause death now you need to know that this act is going to cause death or whatever him hitting the tumor is going to cause death he doesn't know that that's why he is getting culpable homicide not amounting to murder now, let's talk about couple homicide amounting to murder or just plain murder. Now, Z, now say A knows that B has a tumor in his brain and he hits him again and again with a bat on the head, 
cause with the intention of causing death now b dies so because a knows that he has a tumor and he hits him right on the tumor again and again so that the tumor would burst he is liable for murder so it's just the knowing part of it i could easily it's lie and tell you that i don't know exactly what you going to do then now it is not the flaws. culpable there are a lot of flaws there's loopholes. a lot of flaws okay so now uh it's not culpable homicide amounting to murder or just plain murder if it is committed by a person who gets deprived of the power of self control and causes the death of a person suddenly because of some grave and sudden provocation which is not premeditation which is a crime of passion or whatever fine understandable that you would give a lesser sentence and have rehabilitation or whatever now another point is that it is not culpable homicide amounting to murder when the offender causes death of someone while exercising his right of private defense of a person and property in good faith so self defense mm-hmm. not culpable good. murder understandable mm-hmm. good yeah now it is not culpable homicide amounting to murder if a public servant causes someone's death while performing his duties and in good faith and he believes that his acts were lawful the yeah, what encounters is that encounter like, by the police yeah, right. that's lawful mm-hmm. uh it is not culpable homicide amounting to murder if a person causes the death of someone uh commits it in a sudden fight in the heat of passion upon a sudden quarrel which what? is what exactly uh, which is what, what? Uh, this comes under our neeraj grover case comes under this which is why they didn't no. get culpable oh my homicide. god this was clearly premeditated is it was premeditated my man told my man flew with the intention of murdering this person exactly it was he was very, sure i think i think the defense couldn't prove that it was like it, the defense couldn't prove that emil uh showed up at her house with the intention of killing neeraj on site cuz immediately the second he sees him they get into a physical fight a physical altercation and you're telling me that he didn't have the intention you see a person you lurch towards them and then the court tells you that oh no he definitely did not want this dude dead exactly just, just false stuff you guys are making up the loopholes and the power of law and twisted words mm-hmm. english is a tricky language <laughs> that yes. is the moral of the story boys Oh, okay. the indian so, justice system needs uh, at least at least the law books need a lot of new additions to it mm-hmm. and we do need a lot many different laws given uh, because of the outdated nature of this i mm-hmm. think we uh, if if the whole michelle carter case was was to happen in india oh, we don't God, hear about no. that often but if the michelle carter case was to happen in india would you call it premeditated as in in america they do have yeah. a, a a very precise set of rules but even they need to update on the technical aspect of it and they need yeah. to work on um laws that uh, that are much more prominent mm-hmm. on the electronic level on the uh, on our present online level mm-hmm. so if if india does not do that we are going to lose a lot many people to uh, a lot many criminals walking in open air because of this okay so the thing is i was watching uh, an ndtv report on this like a news report on this and it was the interview of the uh, defense attorney for emil now that guy is like you in indian in our indian justice system we don't take into account the morals it is just fact based and legality there are no morals and you cannot uh, you know sentence someone just because of your morals and i'm like that's not right because he, he should definitely be a system that is not based on human morals how can you expect to it can't work judge how can you expect to judge the human psyche the human behavior if you do not think that the human that that the justice system the criminal justice system of all things does not uh, does not amount to anything remotely human based 
while dismembering so he was not in his senses he went out of his way to dismember an entire body dispose of it take it out to an empty space light it on fire and then lie about it no 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 plan the whole thing with his girlfriend that that all comes under him uh, burning everything and apparently even dismembering comes under disposal of evidence that's why he got 3 years he got 10 the years kid- just for stabbing him and the 3 years for dismembering and uh, disposing the body and the evidence i'm like oh so like yeah. if i if i don't kill someone and if i just dispose of the body it's just 3 years it's just 3 years How go ahead nice. i guess cool don't, if you murder someone don't. let me know <laughs> i'm okay with 3 years in jail only yes not a year more <laughs> it's ridiculous it's really ridiculous it is very funny considering that Uh, someone who can just fly on a whim from Kerala to Maharashtra to kill a dude, dismember him, dispose of his body, to be uh, in open air with normal people. What is the guarantee that someone's not gonna know who he is and mm-hmm. he does this again? Exactly. And this time, it's probably not a guy, but the girl herself. will will then everybody just wake up from their deep slumber and be like oh my god another girl got murdered there's a guy so people just kind of like ignored it i think see mm-hmm. uh, it's just a personal opinion but i think when the victim is male they do get a lot less uh, sympathy from the entire crowd if this were to be a female on another count where the female got murdered right like uh, for example the, the same scenario but it was probably a female who was hanging out with her but you know uh this this dude was again jealous and he came over you know they're just friends comes mm-hmm. over kills the woman everybody would have rose to the occasion yeah. and made at least one pity pity speech and be like oh my god they killed the woman now she's a respectable it was a guy so we just automatically kind of be like oh yeah it's just it's just another guy who died as if that does not count to anything i it, it's a very uh, personal opinion to me but i think female uh, female perpetrators get off very easily yeah okay? i mean and I female would... victims get a lot more attention than male victims mm-hmm. i don't know i don't have much of an opinion on this or even if i do i haven't thought about this much but what i have uh, realized is that people are very surprised when a woman kills And yeah. I'm like, please do not let women get off, or get uh, get away with this women shit. Women are much just more dangerous than men, to be honest. I I don't know about that. You don't that, realize but... how scary, dude. Women basically go undetected because nobody. That that is scary. Them. See, that's scary. That's but... the scariest part. You can manipulate the entire community just by telling them that. Oh my God, how could I have done that? Exactly, and especially when you have kids, and you just like I'm, I'm a mother. I could have never done this. I'm a just mother. Get Ask get, get away with that. Ask exactly. my children. Anyways, this is a weird tangent that we're on. It's not a weird But tangent. It's, it's very. Like, uh, it's yeah, very. It deserves uh, discussion on. Obviously. Yes, it deserves much more light because our media yeah. does not ever explain the meaning Definitely. of anything. Well, when I've seen coverages from other places, they actually tell you what all laws and what all uh, mm-hmm. sentences they got on what charges they got arrested. Yeah. But then our government just our government literally does not care uh, about any of this, and the media just goes, "Oh, by the way, this dude got arrested for murdering his wife." <laughs> It's just a spicy, very gossipy uh, uh, t- title, and there's yeah. nothing more to that. Yeah, that, that's what the they news. came up with. And they came up with the three hundred um, pieces thing, right? I know. Chopped in three hundred pieces. I saw a very Enjoy. random case the other day where the father-in-law murdered his uh, uh, son, uh, his daughter-in-law, and then the son comes home and finds the father-in-law like sitting in the room with the dead wife on the floor, 
Uh-huh. And the sun helps him dispose of the body. What the hell? Weird. But they find out, the neighbors find out because the wife's been missing and everything and they reported it and they found the body or whatever. But it's just so weird. Like, it's something along those lines. I'm not sure, but it was long uh-huh. ago. But I had not once, not once did anybody tell anything about what cases, uh, uh, on what charges was the guy arrested. Like, mm-hmm. was he arrested on no one cares homicide? About that, was he arrested on what? It was like, old man arrested for killing his daughter-in-law. Son helped dispose body. What? <laughs> this is Why does this sound like a tabloid magazine? Like, it's like a celebrity's marriage cu- uh, type of uh, coverage either. Mm-hmm. They just told us the spicy details and then they left. Yeah, exactly. Like, Such I don't care. Thing. Tell me more about this. Tell me... Tell me why? Like, was there anonymity? Uh, there was anonymity between the the lady and the husband, like, or the father-in-law, or what? Like, anything? They just said she died. They do not respect the victim, the media specifically. Yeah, like, yeah. Every case in India is just such a media circus that it mm-hmm. loses the essence of actually being a a, a real person's life. True. Just, my God just weird and they will report before the arrest is made so <laughs> i don't think the 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 police l- like keeps anything they do not make an official sentence they do not literally do anything mm-hmm. it's like the media just hears something either so they say from some neighbor from this neighbor that neighbor. random neighbors were giving uh, their uh, opinion oh da random neighbors in in the thing kuch bhi they were saying Oh, I saw the lady. She was very promiscuous. The other lady was wow. like, Oh, she she never came out of her house. She always wore full clothes. And so there was obviously. this other lady. She was like very promiscuous. Every time I looked at her, she was very dirty. God. Who do you believe? You know? And even, well, why, why, is that even why is that even a thing though? Like, wh- wh- why are you asking use... random people about their opinion? Exactly. They should be talking to the police, not to the media. It's just also, so people in people in India are scared to talk to the police. Yeah, they will not talk to the police. They will talk to the media. They'll show their faces. They'll talk to the media. They'll do everything, but they will not talk to the police. Are, the thing is, now nah, the police also in a lot of areas they'll just blame it on you. So that is also scary. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, so that was the Neeraj Grover case, murder case, and the messed and... up Indian justice system. Yes. Uh, I hope you guys dig that and you guys enjoyed listening to that it was interesting and if y'all want to join us on this conversation send us a dm um you know we are actually you know i i feel like now um now that i'm like almost done with my first year i'll be able to kind of handle all of this a little better and we'll be a little more consistent so we'll start with our patreon and stuff Mm -hmm. so this year is serious business boys yeah 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 so i feel like we'd have uh, more uh, more such discussions maybe more even content. live with you guys for patrons and stuff like that let's see let's yeah, see we'll probably live stream for uh, non patrons also but then patrons yeah. get much more uh, uh, elite stuff no cuz i feel <laughs> it's, like it's it difficult was... on both of our parts i hope you guys understand because we guys cannot coordinate offline mm-hmm. we have not seen each other in person yet and i don't i've we've never met <laughs> and um, also we are not in the similar uh, college like she's in uh, pure science based uh, normal education uh, normal education i mean and then there is me i sketch and draw yeah we're we're polar opposites a lot i'm i'm doing stuff. engineering and you're doing a design, I'm design. Thing. I'm basically the dreamer and you're the doer. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but oh, yeah, God. I mean, very evidently design schools and engineering schools take a huge toll on you. Making and papa and mommy proud. Yes. <laughs> engineering so, students, we anyways. are proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't say this, then she will leave me forever. Yes, I oh, will. No. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, uh, what, what is our next episode going to be about? Is it going to be a you-centric Yes. Okay, guys. Is it? What is it about? 
Can you give us little deets, tiny well, information? Well, you might have forgotten, but I have still Uh-oh. not forgotten of uh, of my long lasting uh, drive to uh, give you nightmares. Ah, you know? yes, that nice. So it's going to be a very non-veggie, a very <sighs> disgusting, um, a very uh, stomach-turning, bone-chilling story. <laughs> a very Sumana case. Ah, uh, yes. My entire personality is each of those episodes. If you guys ever oh, no. <laughs> meet me in person, you're going to see that's how I normally look. Like I know a lot of gory stories about gory people dying. Oh God. Okay. Anyway, so um, yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in and follow us wherever you get podcasts and follow us on our Instagram, which is Criminal Vortex. That's just it. Just type Criminal Vortex. You'll see us with our uh podcast art there. Follow us because we are going to be a little more social social media active now. We're going to try. We're going to really try. Okay. So, uh, Our own, own personal pages are failing. I swear. I swear. I'm hardly active on that. But you know what? Anything for the podcast. So we're going to do that. Yes. We're going to be a lot Art more active. Brand. So just keep an eye, on, uh, eye out for our episodes coming up. And hope you guys have a nice day. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye.